Welcome to episode number two of Father and Dad, where we discuss the Catholic faith in the modern world from our unique perspective of Father and Dad. I'm Dad, P.J. Carraher. And I'm Father, God willing to be, Stephen Carraher, his son. Uh, still not still not a priest yet, still a seminarian. Not much has changed since episode one, just a couple of weeks have passed yes. by. But, but we love the name Father and Dad, so we're, we're going with it. It's too good. You can't, you can't miss yes. up on that. You can't miss it. Now, Stephen, one thing uh, from episode one that really struck me and I'd yeah. like to pick up with. Yeah. Because uh, it struck a chord, with, and that is when you talked about mystery. Yeah. And, and the way that you laid out mystery um, and, and in the modern world. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and, and lay that out for us, because it was really good. Yeah, sure. So um, I'm kind of looking at the, the modern context right now, and kind of especially seeing this going off to college is um, there's, there's, certainly, uh, there's certainly a desire for mystery in the hearts of my generation. I can definitely see it. I think it's, it's, it's because we're, we're living in a time where uh, you know we grew up with cell phones, we grew up with access to the internet. We kind of think that you know we've experienced that you know we can we can answer any question by just googling it. Yeah. You know we can answer any question by you know pulling up our smartphones and asking like oh you know who won the two thousand five World Series you know who yeah. you know we any question that we could possibly think of in our minds you know we can go to the internet and find out. Except when we start getting into the big questions, the questions that really matter. You know, like, who are we? You know, what does it mean to be a human? You know, what does it mean to die? You know, what does it mean to, you know, what is, is there even life after death? You know, or even like big, bigger questions like, is there a God and wh who is he? What are, what, are, what are his attributes and qualities? And those like, I mean, you can Google those questions, but <laughs> you're going to get a whole bunch of, you're going to get a lot of, you're going to get a lot of interference. You're going to get a lot of, a lot of information and you know, it, it's it's certainly not something that you can just look at and just yeah. And I was going to say, it's not something you can get a quick. We're so used to now, yeah, to get quick answers yeah. to things, and even in entertainment, mm -hmm. if you look at because I know you're a cinephile, you'll look at the older yeah. movies and that sort of thing. Oh yeah, and plots can develop a little bit slower. T even TV shows they develop a little slower, and we've kind of culturally we've lost that a little bit and so when you're cracking into those mysteries mm -hmm. um they that's not something that gives you a quick answer it's something you got to let oh, develop yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, uh kind of like what you've said on uh, episode one with the seed and all of that oh, i love that yeah, yeah and that's no, a great absolutely. analogy is we want everything right now yeah at least in you know human nature um we are um program to always like the taste of the quick thing versus the oh yeah we love instant gratification yeah. i think one of one of the one of my favorite things that i learned from my time in seminary so we had a priest his name was father dennis spees he's a good yeah. priest in the diocese of joliet yeah uh, in illinois and um he's he's a farmer and he's a football coach through and through and he <laughs> was awesome. a football coach he was, like he was really he was really great for uh he was he was kind of like our head priest for uh the our first year in seminary so he's he was really good about building people up in relationships and and getting people into schedules and he'd always have these little quotes that you know he'd say and then he'd, he didn't he'd invite us to ponder over um and one of my favorite ones is his definition for sin he said you know, the definition of sin, you know, a lot of people have different definitions, but I like this definition the best. The definition of sin is I want it my way right now. Mm. And mm. I hearing that, it's like, oh, mm. my gosh, like, that's so right. You know, how many times are, are we thinking, um, you know, 
I could, I could just, you know, could I wait for God's plan? Can I ponder this certain, you know, idea? Or do I want that quick fix? Do I want that quick grab? I want that, you know, I want that Google search for that question, and that's yeah. going to be the answer that I go with. Because it's so, it's so much easier to, to pick up that smartphone, and it's so much easier yeah. to, to go straight in for what you think is the answer. But, but I think if you don't ponder it, you're not letting that tree grow, like I said in that first episode. And for me, too, part – this is a little bit of a tangent, but part of that pondering, yeah. it's a sense of control. Yeah. Because for me to ponder means I'm not in charge of this mystery. It has to come to me. Yeah, it's beautiful, yeah. As opposed to when I want to be in control. Oh, I think yeah. I've, I've shared this quote with you before, and it fits here, is that um, – People who are spiritual versus people who are religious. Uh-huh. Spiritual is somebody who is searching for for God or whatever, mm-hmm. and whereas religion is God's search for us. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, I like that. So it's like who's in charge here, mm-hmm. and I and that kind of fits for me with this whole mystery versus uh, opening yourself up to mystery. Is if I'm in control, I want it now. I want to yeah. drive. Yep. I want to know where this is going, mm-hmm. and I want to. Uh, 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 I want to answer. I want to get this right answer that I want. Absolutely. Versus yeah. uh, me saying, "Hey, Lord, you're in control. Mm. I'm going to take my time and I'm going to step back and I'm going to clear things out to listen to you." Oh yeah, and that's so hard for us. I, oh, yeah. so I've been working on a podcast uh, with uh, the church that I'm at right now, St. Thomas More, my home parish. Uh, since we're still in uh, COVID nineteen <laughs> right now, you know, we're uh, you know I don't know when you guys are listening to this, but we're still kind of dealing with uh, all the effects of that and. Uh, because of that, during the summer, us seminarians will, you know, usually we'll go to a parish and we'll try to figure out things and, you know, with the parish. But since there's nobody there, we decided that we were going to do a podcast. So ours have, has been about trust in the modern context. So we just talked about uh, surrender and what does it mean to surrender. And I like kind of how you, how you mentioned, like, there's kind of two mindsets when you're approaching God. You know, is it me seeking God? Am I the one who's driving? I love that image. You know, uh, do, am I the one that's driving or am I, let, or am I opening myself up for God to find me? Um, and it's certainly, I, I certainly think it's a little bit of both, but we, our modern culture is like very much individual driven, right? It's like, um, Oh gosh, the, the the phrase that I hear often is like God helps those who help themselves, which I'm yeah. not I'm not a huge fan of because yeah. it's it's just I think it just gives you a false sense of like who you know who is in control, right? Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you know, uh, pray, like I'm especially thinking for prayer too. This is something that a lot of people come like you know how do I pray? Like I, you know I keep on trying and trying and trying and I keep on trying like God, why don't you give me this? God, why don't you give me that? And like. That I'm gonna take that. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was writing notes to myself, and yeah, I wrote no, the I word see. prayer. Yeah. Were you looking at what I was writing? Was oh kind no. Because that's exactly was the same thought. For you know, I, there's that. I forget the, the the Bible quote, but it's basically God answers all prayers. And yeah. He, and this is one thing I've learned in my life. He does. Oh yeah. He does. But the thing is, is it's learning how to pray and mm. how to. Prayer is not a one-way street. Yeah, absolutely. And, oh, uh, this is great. It's, it's, a, it's, it's when you pray, it's not, I want this. It's like, God, what do you want? And then you listen, and God has always, I, I can't tell you how many times there are things, and, I, and I'm not going to go down right now because it takes me time to remember, but there, yeah. every time I know in my life I pray for something, and I've opened myself up to the mystery and listened, God has always answered. Yeah, absolutely. And it makes me think of, this is goofy, but Bill Cosby used to have a, um, a cartoon show. Uh-huh. And he'd always start it with, if you're not careful, 
you might learn something. Oh, so, yeah. and I always think that for me, that's prayer. It's like, hey, prayer, if you're not careful, you might learn, you might get an that's answer. A, yeah, and it's not, true. you know, and the answer is part of that communication. Oh, yeah. And it's too funny you said that because I was writing right here, right? I just I wrote see the it. word. You just, you wrote, <laughs> yeah, my dad just wrote down the word prayer. I love it. Now, I did not, I did not see that. that at all. But that's, that's, that's really prayer. It's, it's, uh, that's a huge thing, especially for guys going in the seminary. It's, yeah. it's, you know, especially, you know, you make this commitment and you th- you think like, oh, like I'm the one who has to like figure out, you know, how to be a mm-hmm. good priest. I'm the one who has to figure out how to solve the crisis of the church, yeah. which like, you know, and you look outside and you're like, yeah, the church is, you know, the church is in definite need of re-evangelization, definitely, yeah. need, definitely in need of re-catechesis. But a lot of us, as, as a seminarian, I'll, I'll speak to this, um, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a lot kind of like put on our shoulders and it's really tempting for us to say like oh like i'm gonna be the guy who's gonna fix this so i'm gonna go to prayer and i'm gonna tell god exactly what he needs to give me and that's like the worst way to approach prayer my one of, <laughs> one of my my favorite quotes about prayer was said by my spiritual director father father larry hennessy he said um oh gosh uh god doesn't take advice so don't give it to him <laughs> God does not take advice. But I've got such great advice to give. Yeah, and then, well, it's beautiful, too, because once you start doing that and you're realizing that he's not taking it, you're like, you start to realize that prayer is not about you giving God advice. So that's, it's, it's, that's certainly helped me in my spiritual life, you know, just kind of understanding that prayer is, is you know, God is perfect. God is immutable. Yeah. Prayer is there to change us, right? Yeah. Yeah, and and to pick up on that too, you know, our topic we said today is mystery, and yeah, when mystery. we were talking about mysteries, I thought of the mysteries of the rosary. Ah, uh, yes. And I thought about when I was younger, and even like I said to you earlier, when I was your age, um, I didn't. The rosary to me was boring. Oh, same. Okay, yeah, it was boring. Yeah, because you you'd say it in school. Oh, and that's yeah, that was and, almost like a running joke. It's like, oh, we're praying the rosary yeah. again in school. It's like, oh, this is so boring. Yeah, because it's like, where am I getting with it? What am I, you know, what am I learning am I with this? What this? am I getting yeah. out of this? What am I, you know, and, and what's my input? What's my output? Yeah. And but that's the that's the beauty. It's the mysteries of the rosary. Yeah. And, and the point of the rosary is to put yourself into a state that you're able to reflect on those mysteries. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, once I've accepted that as, as the way to say the rosary, as opposed to, oh, let me say it right, let me get all the prayers right. Yeah. It's, no, <sighs> it's about me. Yes, I want to reflect on what I'm saying, yeah. but I want to put myself into that that that, that state of mind. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's funny, uh, even though we've got, well, we've got the four sets of mysteries. Yeah. And even though I go through the same, you're going through the same ones, every time I go through, there's something new that comes out and something oh, yeah. that speaks mm-hmm. to and I learn. And, 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 and I like the way that the mysteries are put together because they're, to me, they're the complete packages. They are, yeah. And it's like, oh, wow, yeah, and it just opens things up. But for that to happen, for that mystery to happen, requires me to not be in control. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. In a sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, no, you definitely can't be in control with the rosary. You just got to like, and yeah. that, once again, that kind of goes to prayer. It's kind of interesting that you say it because, you know, kind of that re- repetition, what, what kind of brings to mind for me is something that we say in the church all the time. It's that grace builds upon nature. So grace when builds, we're, let me reflect on it. Grace, yeah, grace builds, builds upon, upon nature. nature. So, okay. so um, kind of talking about mystery. So if we want to receive that grace, uh, you know, from that prayer of the rosary, we have to, you know, make sure that, uh, you know, we can physic we can physically get there. 
Um, that's why, you know, the church really supports uh, postures, especially during mass, right? Oh. So the idea is, is you know, when you're standing, you're, you're, you're more, this is more of a, you know, uh, a, a posture. And then sitting, like, this is a more of a, of, a receptive, of a receptive posture. And then kneeling is more of a, you know, reflective and, and sacrificial posture. So it's, it's meant to kind of uh, allow that grace to flow through us, you know, because we are, you know, we're not just spiritual creatures. We are no. physical as well. So, um, you know, when we're praying the rosary and you're kind of like, you, know, you kind of mentioned getting into that state, that's, you know, that's, it's kind of a way to, uh, you know, calm the mind. Cause there's so much, I think we've mentioned this. I, I don't know if we've mentioned it in this episode yet, but yeah. there's just so much stimulus in our world. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, so much stimulus, but I'm going off on a little bit of a different tangent. Go for it. Yeah. And that is, is our world, we're trying to separate, we've tried to, we're trying to separate our mind from our bodies yeah. in a sense. Meaning, well, you know, if I just if I just watch it on TV or if I just say it or if I just think it, I'm thinking of your sister. Yeah. When I pray with her, it's like you're not saying your prayers. It's like, yeah. well, I'm thinking them. It's yeah. like, well, no, you got to you got to say. And, and my point is, sorry, Bridget, I'm saying things here. But, uh, but okay, my Bridget. my point my point is is that um, uh, we've kind of lost. I like that grace built upon nature. We've yeah. kind of tried to divide out that nature. Mm-hmm. And and we've lost how important that the the reality yeah. the tangible reality the high touch things, um, and I th- it made and I th- also reflected back on the rosary. That's why it's nice. I've done rosaries like on the phone because I didn't yeah. have my beads with me. But uh-huh. I, the beauty of having the beads is then you can disconnect because you know, you're not counting one two three four five six seven, yeah, eight, exactly, nine, ten. Yeah. You're just going with the bead, and it's like exactly. okay. It allows it allows for contemplation. Yes, that's our, that's the uh, that's kind of like the the Catholic word, I guess, for that kind of kind yeah. of the contemplation being being more receptive, being as receptive as possible to you know the voice yeah. of God, you know, hearing you know receiving that grace. So that's kind of like what you're saying, like you know, yeah. as you're kind of going through physically, you're kind of quieting your mind, you're quieting your body, which is allows yeah. you to receive that grace. It's really interesting that you kind of touched on that kind of separating, you know, yes. kind of separating this nature from from the spiritual aspect because that's like one of the huge problems of philosophy that's always been taught, like yeah. all the way back to Plato. So Plato is like the big, the big philosopher who's like, okay, the spirit is like separate from the body, completely distinct, and the soul is just kind of like, yeah. you know, the the sh- the the captain of the body. Whereas Aristotle is more of like, no, you can't think of the two, you yeah. know, outside of each other. Um, and there's, that's been a huge debate throughout history, you know, and it's taken so many turns, you know, throughout you know centuries and millennium, and we're still dealing with this problem. But I think the Catholic Church is really, you know, it's so true when it teaches that, you know, we're not only spiritual, yes. we're also corporeal. We have a human nature, and yes. we know that, you know, our human nature has been redeemed because Christ, you know, has took on flesh. You know, he's not just spiritual as well. He's physically, you know, he's shared in our nature. So that, and that's where the redemption comes on in. Yeah. So and it's and and that kind of just well that's the in, the mystery of the incarnation and, and, right there, so. and, and that is not to sound, uh, see I'm in my salesman hat again but yeah. I mean that's that is the draw I think that's what draws people a lot oh, to the absolutely yeah. because and the Catholic Church is consistent the Catholic teaching is consistent that it's real it, that that nature follow what you say the yeah, grace, grace builds upon, upon nature. nature yeah absolutely and and I'll tell you the world is hungry for that oh they are they totally and. Are. And on a, on a slightly risky negative side, the wor- because we, so much has happened in society to s- separate that, yeah. that the world is susceptible 
oh, to yeah. people who can sell that to them. Oh yeah, it, it's always has been. It's since, oh that's true. It's always been. Yeah, that's true. There's nothing new. Eve, you know, that's <laughs> that's true. our first sin right there. Is like you know, you could be like God if you eat this apple. You yeah. Know? Yeah, forget yeah. about this corporeal stuff. Yeah, you, know, you could be like God. So it, I mean, like it's it's like you said, it's just so deeply ingrained in our world, and we yeah. see it today. Like like you said, I think that that observation is correct. We see it today, and it's you know, it's so easy for a salesman, you know, oil salesman, to come on in and say, yes. "I have the secret formula you need." That's quick, and it's easy <laughs> to kind of bring us back to that full circle. You know, you can Google this answer. You know, yeah. So yeah, no, it's kind of bringing bringing it back full circle. So. No, so it's it's wonderful that we that we're part of a church and we're part of you know this this faith community that has such a deep understanding of mystery and has a deep respect for the human character mm-hmm. that says that you know we don't you know it's okay if we don't have all the answers at the touch of our fingertips because we shouldn't <laughs> because we're not God so that that you know this is something that we we're gonna ponder for eternity so yeah you know and I don't think I want to be a part of a church that you know says that they have all the you know says that they have all the answers in terms of like you know here's here's a here's a list of, here's a sheet yeah. that has all the answers you know yeah. what how can you ponder that you know right this is you know this is some we're we're called to something more we're called to greatness not comfort so um agreed um one thing we had talked about was um mystery in the family you know growing yeah. up and that mm-hmm. sort of thing and um i i hope you know as well you guys were raising we were trying to open you guys up to new to, to mystery and oh yeah actually well, it's gonna on a bit of a tangent you know we weren't a big tv house yes that is correct and i think that really benefited to <laughs> yeah, you no, guys i think that's a really interesting because yeah. that made you guys sit and think and ponder things yeah no i definitely really appreciate that yeah no kind of reflecting back you know definitely been the moment it's like oh gosh why you know <laughs> why don't we have the tv on all the time but yeah no i think it's kind of goes back to that constant stimulus right so yeah. you know especially as a child too that's such an important skill to be able to play to be able to right. actually ponder things right um you know in a childish way which is you know that's super important because we have to build up that the the ability to ponder and that ability yeah. to wonder um and there's just so much stimulus out there so yeah uh, i that's definitely something that's that that i i really appreciated yeah it's okay to be bored though yeah, we're, it's okay we're, we're fortunate in a sense that you know the cell phone really didn't come out and be as prevalent until the, yeah, until all the guys were grown kind of, yeah. and and because um it's just um, it's it's tough because it's, oh, yeah. it's that constant stimulation there, and yeah, it's okay. It's okay to be bored, to oh, sit yeah. and think, to to just oh, it's lounge okay. on. Okay, we need that. Yeah, <laughs> to lounge we, on the couch. We or... definitely need to. We that's and that's you know that's a lot of beauty of prayer too, because it kind of disconnects us from Fulton Sheen calls it the rat race of life. Huh. Uh, you know, that's, he's a huge proponent of the holy hour. So spending, well, and he's, uh, well, he was also a priest too. So that's kind of like his, that's his relationship right there. So, um, and you know, some people, you know, some people they're able to do a holy hour every day, you know, some people like maybe once a month, once a week, but it just depends on, you know, how it fits into your life. I'll tell you with myself, um, I find it's like, because I've heard people talking about like the five stones, you heard, you know, one of them is like, say the rosary daily, and uh and I have not been doing that, but I think, why haven't I said, you know, I spent time on the internet Googling something, you know, Uh I spent 20 minutes doing, you know, you look at the clock, it's like, I spent 20 minutes on, you know, YouTube or whatever, it's like, I could have spent those 20 minutes elsewhere, Mm -hmm. and it's, it's, it's yeah, it's habit getting into habit. Oh yeah, no, it's a constant struggle and it's not easy. And I can't, I can't say that I've mastered this as well. And I think we're all kind of like you know, but that's the that's the beauty of it too. Is like we're not expected to have all the answers immediately. We're not expected to have all the habits immediately too. Kind of going back to grace builds upon nature, right? Yeah. So we have to you know 
you know, a hat or, or virtue is just a habit, right? Yeah. So you just have to keep on, you know, we have to keep on getting up and trying again. And we have to keep on trying to water that seed. If I were to, you know, I love going back to that one, you know, you have to keep on watering that seed because we're not expected to be a tree immediately. So uh, just a little hope at the end there. So, yeah, I think that's a great way to, to sum everything up right yeah. there, Stephen. That's a, that's a great summary. Um, and that really wraps up for us. Um, episode number two or is there anything else that you wanted to throw in yeah i think about a fee you know so like Ah, fee yes that's true i was thinking about so there is no charge there's one fee there's one fee i gotta say you know yes you know you know this isn't for free you know once if you like this this is the this is a fee if you like this please tell two or three or more friends about this podcast so you don't have to actually pay money but you can pay in social currency right there so thank you i appreciate it and uh stay tuned for uh, another episode of father and dad coming soon He came down to earth from heaven, who is God of